everybody and welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about As the Crow Flies. Uh, I didn't look up the Turkish title. <laughs> Kuş, Kuş Uçuşu. Uh, season one, episode one, which was absolutely batshit insane. I'm so glad that Sophia suggested that we do this show. Yeah, yeah seriously. Um, I'm very encouraged by the fact that she said that she has too many what the fucks. So I think this should be a great season of podcasting here. Um, I am not drinking anything, but I did make Jajuk earlier today and it was Ooh. really good. So I felt like I needed to brag about that a little bit. Yes. I am also not drinking anything, but I had Sammy's favorite food in the whole world, wings for dinner. Oh, so. wings! <laughs> <laughs> I drank buffalo sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. That sounds really good. I do not have any tea currently. So disappointing. You live in the coldest place. You got to hold the hold the tea for us. Oh, by the way, I just I believe I believe not counting our bonus episodes, our next episode is going to be our hundredth. Whoa! Oh wow, that's super exciting. We should so, do something to celebrate. So yes, we must all have tea. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Anything but that. Anything we might fail the we're definitely going to fail the assignment. <laughs> Um, okay, so now, um, oh, do we want to talk like a little bit about the show basics? Oh, then? sure. Yeah, we should. Okay. <laughs> Google show basics. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the show is produced by Netflix. Um, it was produced by IEFM, which is the company that made Black Money Love. So they always have my love and support. I think they made The Protector too, or one of the- No, 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 they didn't do The Protector. They did uh, uh, Love 101. Yeah, that's the one. And I think another, oh, we didn't watch Ethos. I, they did another one too. They, they, they work quite extensively with um, Netflix, but yes, they're uh, one of the better production companies. <laughs> Uh, it came out in 2022, pretty recently, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, within the last month, I think. And it's eight episodes each, like between 40 and 50 minutes. So very manageable. Mm -hmm. Also, the, I mean, we could save this for also the gossip section, but I'm just going to say it anyways. The, the, um, the main the older main character uh who plays um i already forgot her name Lale. The, oh yeah Lale. the one who plays Lale and um was it god was it kenan the producer mm -hmm. that they used they used to date hey, my, um, i think or is it yeah Ken Ken I, don't kenan, I think i think it was kenan um that that actor and the actress who plays Lale were co-stars of a network drama um called actually uh black and white love <laughs> not black money love but uh <laughs> and i think that was based that was like 2017 ish that that was on and i think it was based on one of these uh old it might have been i think it might be one of the thousand one night stories i'm mm -hmm. not sure don't quote me on that but it's based on the uh epic immortal love of um 
Farhat and Asla, but they obviously adapted for modern times. Uh, so this is this show, I think, as the crow flies appealed to a lot of viewers just because those two were in it together again. Um, and also we know the <clears throat> crazy main actress, the young one from, uh, uh, who claims her name is Asla. I don't even believe that. Anyway, <laughs> um, she, we know her from The Protector as the Oracle. The she was the Oracle? Yeah, she doesn't look like oh. herself at all, but. <laughs> I her. thought when you said the like crazy young girl, I thought you meant the um, like panty selling young uh, loyal one girl, which no, 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 does crazy look young nothing girl. like. No, no, she was the one wearing all white. Um, okay, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Like, gotcha. Stabbed or whatever happened to her. I don't remember what happened to her. Gotcha. I feel like she had a very bloody end. Yeah, um, I'm for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yes, that's all I know about this show in addition to spice up the general info you gave, Sammy. Yeah, that's good. I wanna talk about the relationship between Lale and Kenan later. So mm -hmm. I think that's good background. Yeah. Um, okay, so now I'm gonna take us through what happened in this episode, which was a lot. Okay, so first we start off with some cheesy narration that I'm sure we'll be talking about. Oh no, I'm lying. First we start off with the episode title, which is Perception is Reality. I don't know if we're gonna wanna talk about that or not, but that's what it is. Um, so we open on this beautiful modern house, um, like very tastefully done up. We see a pencil skirt laid out on the bed and then it kind of pans around the house and we figure out that there's been some sort of epic struggle there, there's broken stuff, there's blood on the floor. And finally we see the dead body of a brunette on the ground. I mean, not, not super clear if she's dead, just bloody. Okay, you know? bloody yeah, body of a brunette out. on the ground yeah. with a cat licking her leg. Yeah, that cat's gonna eat her if she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was really worried about that. But Sophia is a cat, cat girl, so. I don't want to. But they will. The Even a dog, dog will. Any any animal will eat you if you're <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah, I think a dog would eat you first because they're more hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. And then we also, because it pans past her awards, we know that this house belongs to Lale Kuran, who's the news anchor of the year multiple years in a row. Super big deal, lady. Yeah. Okay. Then we go to the a university where Lale is giving a lecture about how to be a great news anchor woman person. Yay, success. And she's really good at it. And then there's also a person in the crowd who's our creepy young girl who's named Asla, maybe. Yeah, we're not sure. <laughs> TBD what her real name is. And she's the only one in the crowd who's not clapping. But Later, she kind of um, lies her way into the bathroom with Lale, and she says she's her biggest fan and totally gushes over her, which was very confusing because she wasn't clapping in the lecture, but mm -hmm. we'll get to that. And 
Lale is like fairly rude to her, but also understandable because who wants to like talk to a fan in the bathroom? Like, let's not do that. Okay, then we see Asla going into the news uh, station for her internship interview, which she lies her way into. She's an incredible liar, like really amazing. And she's, her main skill seems to be lying in making fake Insta accounts, fake Twitter accounts, fake text message accounts, all mm -hmm. sorts of fake people online. So she fakes her way into the interview. And I actually, um, can I just add that in, in tricking the security guard, the mm -hmm. uh, text that she claims to show from a journalist, she like throws out a name. She's like Junaid Abi. So that guy is actually a real journalist who worked for oh. CNN Turkey for a long time. He actually even came to Duke and gave a speech when I was a student. But anyway, so she's clearly like able to spoof like actual people. people's accounts to not just like have a bunch of bots but like anywhere or she can do it convincingly enough to fool a security guard okay wow foreshadowing yeah yeah so um then she does the whole shtick again to get the internship um by stalking the instagram of the editor-in-chief uh Muge. Mm -hmm. and she gets the internship yay her then we see like a little glimpse of the home life of Lale and she seems to have a lovely supportive husband and two kids who like her and she likes them and everything seems pretty good on that front so far. Then we have the intro tour for the new class of interns, which I really like the class of interns. Like I hope we get to learn about them more. They seemed really funny when they were introducing themselves. And the intro tour is absolutely terrifying. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> Uh, not helpful at all. And we learned that Lale, so that we learned that Kenan is the producer and that he and Lale used to date. So that is important information, I think. And they knew each other from when they were like, I think kids like in whatever resort town they used to go to. So they're like, it's like a deep connection, mm -hmm. not just like, oh, we had a fling at work. It's like, they, they're like probably each other's first loves, if not current loves, probably current right. loves. Pro definitely current <laughs> loves. <laughs> and we also learned that the CEO of the network is Lale's best friend. So there's a lot of connect relationships here that the uh, enemy millennial is gonna have to break through. Gen Z, no, come on. Millennials are old now, we're millennials. I know, but they're both <laughs> millennials, no? The, the threat, but yes, it is definitely Gen Z. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then they have a conversation which we kind of just previewed, the youth are coming. How is Gen X gonna keep our positions when the youths are here? And I think that's pretty much the main theme of the show, although it seems more to me like a stalker show. Yeah. Um, okay, then we have the main action of the episode, which is that they're, Lale is interviewing a guy who got fired from his factory job who tried to set himself on fire. Turns out dude is not particularly stable and has brought a gun to set and points it at her. There's a hostage situation. Um, I watched this with my mom and she and I disagreed about whether Lale wanted the cameras to keep rolling, but the cameras keep rolling and all of this is broadcast live. Um, the police get him. Lale was pretty dope, I think, in terms of how she handled it. Mm -hmm. And Asla is like mad that this happened. Um, and also her husband, Selim, is also very angry that this happened, which is understandable. Seems like he's like ready to leave her mm -hmm. and take the kids, which is 
um, interesting because they seemed like such an ideal home life earlier in the episode. And Kenan and Selim have a conversation, which I'm sure is not the last one that those two will have. And Asla decides to use all of her fake social media accounts to try and convince the world that the hostage situation was a fake, was a scam. And it ends up being the number one thing trending on Twitter in Turkey. So she did a really good job. <laughs> she's, she's cultivating like at least, a, like I feel like half a, do- no, like two dozen probably fake accounts. Cause she just like fires yeah. off like a bajillion messages a in a row. Huge amount, yeah. yeah. Yes, so that is what happened in the episode, and I cannot wait to talk about it. So now we're going to move straight into the gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section. Where would you all like to start? Okay, Um, I kind of hate the narrator. I feel like it's too too heavy-handed. Like, just let it happen. Like, you don't need to, like, be like, this is a lion versus a bird. Like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, they had we a lot it. of drama about how the lion doesn't see who's yeah. coming to get them and they become the prey, Yeah, which is, like, pretty heavy-handed because we already know that she wants to yeah. bring down Lale. Um, but I have, I just, like, I don't buy it. Like, I don't buy this girl getting the internship like in this crazy way and like there's a ton of interns so like apparently it wasn't that hard to get the internship I don't know I'm like I very- think I think we need to like suspend some of our like desire for accuracy on this show this is clearly an over-the-top <laughs> soap opera and it's meant to be consumed as such so I don't think such okay. comments are productive <laughs> because it's gonna be like progressively more insane I think <laughs> no but I would, I would also say that I think that in uh, work environments that are that hierarchical as this like station seems to be that sometimes when you hear like oh your Which boss told you to do this you just do it because you're so yeah. afraid of getting in trouble and nepotism is super like you would not get an internship like that without some kind of nepotism it may not be your direct family but definitely someone you know so that was super duper accurate you can't even get like a normal job anymore in Turkey without knowing someone so like much less kind of a cool cool job quote-unquote like Mm -hmm. in the media which is the same in the U.S. like I don't think you could get a media job or a marketing job or an architecture job without like because they're all unpaid internships still yeah super gross (laughs) okay so then I'll suspend my disbelief (laughs) and um I I, I'm having a hard time like understanding what her motivations are because like as Sammy mentioned like at first she says I love you. I like became a journalist because of you, but I can't quite grasp if that was real. No, or that wasn't. There's no that's way. Not, she just wants to tear her down. That was just like, she, for sure, over the next seven episodes, we're going to find out what exactly her beef is. Cause it's clearly something super deep seated and goes back a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe like abandoned her as a baby or some shit. I don't know. Something like deep, yeah, like I'm big, ugly revenge. Like caused her <laughs> yeah. family to be ruined or something like that. Yeah. I, w- I imagine something like that too. Yeah. I think, I think maybe she, I, mean, I think she's got like plan A all the way to Z in her head of like how to ruin this lady's life um so maybe like plan a was oh if i like suck up to her in the bathroom and get a conversation going maybe i can like wriggle my way into the station that way mm-hmm. but that didn't work so then she just like felt lie and get an internship and then um oh no people really like her fuck that i'm gonna like use this to 
this uh, misinformation. I think that's also interesting is the battle versus like truth and and perception again. I think that was the name of the episode or something like that. I forget what yeah. you said, Sammy, the name of the episode was, but like- Perception again. is reality. Oh yeah. So yeah, in this, in this day and age, like how uh, misinformation is so rampant, et cetera, journalism really, how much value does it still have? I mean, again, very heavy handed exploration of that question, but <laughs> still relevant. Well, it's funny also, like, I guess maybe they do it on purpose, but like how much she emphasizes that like her show is just the truth and like, yes, there's no bias and there's no nothing, which is like kind of a really funny interpretation of what being a journalist is because like right. if you're a journalist you understand that like objective information is I mean non-existent so I just thought that was also kind of funny I don't know if they did it like that on purpose or if it's like what if it's a soap opera so that's the line that they're going to take but I just thought it was like it, when they showed the opening credits it says like, truth, like four times yeah no, I, I think, think that was on purpose because yeah they, she even said it when she was talking to the guy like six times she was like I yeah. am not biased so clearly right girls, our girl Asla's beef has something to do with bias <laughs> would be my guess or non-objective truth yeah. or that's just what she's going to bring her down with because that's basically what she's trying to do already hmm. like kind of demonstrate that and- and to be fair not to like totally go along with like Asla's whole manipulation but like it's not clear if that guy was paid or not. Like, it's not clear that he was Very legit true. just like having a meltdown in there, which is what initially, like, of course, we all assumed when we were watching, but then like, I'm similarly, like, Kenan was very much like, keep the cameras rolling, keep it going. Like, okay, he was so can, can pretty we calm about, about that? it. Because yeah. when I saw that scene, I thought that uh, someone was like, should we turn the cameras off or whatever? And she was like, no. And so Kanan was like, keep it rolling. But then my mom thought that she was like, turn them off. And Kanan was like, I, I missed that. I don't know. I missed I, I, either one. My, my interpretation was that it was Kanan who asked to keep the cameras rolling. And she didn't really have much say because she was like there and in, in the middle of everything with the guy. So it seems like Kanan is like the power hungry, money hungry one. And she's just like, I think... I mean, this is my interpretation. Like, she still believes in the job that she's doing, and she thinks it's like a real cause. I mean, the producer definitely cares the most about ratings in mm-hmm. any situation. So, I yeah, I don't know. I I agree. I think um, this episode was very like pro Lale in most mm-hmm. of it. Like, it was they didn't really show us anything bad about her except that she was yeah. kind of rude to a fan. Um, but I think that we're going to find out more that makes this more gray in the future. A lot more. Yeah, I would imagine I, so. I think also, I, I don't know if the show intends to do this, but I think it's very interesting to see like a journalist living in the house she lives in or like going into the bathroom alone with basically her assistant guarding the door. Like no one's supposed to go in. Um, those kinds of like celebrity-like behaviors so it's like is a truth teller should a truth teller be dipping into this like wealth really like it feels like you're immediately like again she keeps saying truth but like you're kind of inherently corrupted um by all that access and the status of celebrity so 
that's also like, again, she's a line or whatever heavy handed <laughs> metaphor they have. But I, I think it is an interesting just overall question to that. Like, should people doing these jobs like be have celebrity status like this? Like, yes, they can be well known and like influencers, but like the way that she is seems like very removed from the world in a way um, when she purports to be like telling the world about the world. So I don't know. I thought her giant fortress of a house was like very strange. Well, maybe maybe hubby like, is a business person or something, but yeah. Hubby is definitely just hubby. I yeah, think. hubby's a trophy hubby. Yeah. <laughs> um, like maybe this is an ignorant question, but like is a news anchor a journalist or do they just- Yeah, it's a good point. Is it just a charismatic She thinks she's a journalist. Yeah. She thinks she's a journalist, but yeah, she's got like a bajillion people researching stuff for her and feeding her information. All she does is like prioritize and present it, mm-hmm. which is not a small thing, but like, still, it's not like, it's not like she's out of the weeds or, you know. Like, is she an entertainer or is she a journalist? Yeah. And are journalists also entertainers because they have to get people to read their shit. So who knows? Mm. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I think she definitely thinks she's a hardcore journalist. Yeah. Because sure. like she's giving lectures at a university. Like she right. definitely thinks that <laughs> she's the real deal. But I agree that she's probably just like a puppet kind of. And, and I'm sorry. And the really hilarious thing is like the fact that she hosts this like extremely, maybe this isn't funny. Actually, there's plenty of like pro the current regime in Turkey um newscasts where it would be like a single person hosting and they would talk about basically a non-issue like this guy (laughs) setting himself on fire like in the grand scheme of things like horrible economy like ongoing for many years almost 10 years a refugee crisis like all these like things happening and you're gonna talk about this guy's your lead story not even just talk about him (laughs) interview him instead of talking about what happened oh yeah yeah so that was so but on the she's also kind of exploiting him like she's not getting to the the issue which is kind of like well she could talk about how like labor laws are not strong enough in turkey and you can get fired over whatever yeah or i mean there's a ton of things she could say but yeah yeah, the whole thing was very strange. I hope it comes out that that was more of a conspiracy um, than it appears to be, because I think that would make it more interesting if indeed like some of the misinformation was actually like had the, had the risk of like exposing Kenan or some you know or or Nada whoever some mis- misdeeds because I mean I think everybody on the show sketchy as hell, so I'm excited to see it play out. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> What do we think about Selim v. Kenan? I think, Sada, I think Satan is hotter, but I, I... Oh, I think Kenan is way hotter. I don't know. I've seen that. I've seen the guy who plays <laughs> Kenan so much that I'm just like, oh, it's that guy. But mm-hmm. I, I've never seen the Satan guy before. I was like, ooh, Silver Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're definitely... I mean, my interpretation would be they are currently having an active affair. Yeah, but, I agree. I agree. Yeah. We don't know that for sure yet. But and they're probably, it's very probable that this girl, Asla, is going to use oh, yeah. that relationship for her mm. evil plans. Right. I mean, I, that, that other intern was like allegedly giving her tea, but I feel like she already knew that. Like, I, yeah. I, I, don't well, think... I, think, I think she's definitely going to use it because she was 
No, she's going to use it, but I think she knew it before. Like, I don't think that was the first time she heard that because she's like deep stalker girl. So she creeps me out a lot. Her, like, she seems. Yeah. Yeah. The way she's got her eyes, like, crazy eyes all the time. Yeah. She's got them, like, wide open. If this show, if this show ends up being, like, truly a good show, I, I think we need, I think by the end, we'll be rooting for her rather than against her but if it's just truly if it's just truly a stalker show then yeah she's gonna just like be the villain the whole time but i would like to make her them to make her a three-dimensional well i guess the question is what what audience is the show for is it for millennial and gen z or is it for gen x and above ah (laughs) good point the the war is the age war is clear Uh, yeah, I don't know. First episode, definitely Lale is the person to root for, but I, I can definitely yes. see it turning. I just think, like, Nada has to have done something really bad to uh, also now, whether that actually justifies this level of stalking and, and life-ruining IDK, but... It would I mean, also if, be nice yeah. to see Asla like actually interact with friends or does she have a family? Does she have any friends? Is she going to make friends with her fellow interns? It would make or her just a lot ruin their lives too. If she <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully she doesn't just like compulsively lie to all of them too, although she probably will. Probably. <laughs> she I seemed mean, to be living lying. alone, right? Like completely alone in a little apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Unclear how old she is. I like don't even believe that she's like a university student or anything. Like I think. It's oh, you think she's lying about that too? Could, could be. I mean, we don't know anything about I like literally we're taking her word for everything at this point. We, we've been shown yeah. like 10 she different times. She looks really young lying. though. Yeah. From the way she dresses, but maybe that's just I think I think but, I think some some women especially up to the age of like 30 could can get away with looking like very very young, like 10 years younger. Um True. but depends on skincare and how you like do your hair and True. clothes. Anything else we should talk about? Um, uh, do, do you think we're going to get that last scene? Or sorry, the very first scene where she's passed out or dead. you think that's going to be fully revealed like mid-season or like last episode cliffhanger type of deal? Like we're going to see what got us there and then it's just going to be like, boom. Yeah, I mean, my guess would be that that is the last scene of the last episode, but... Mm-hmm uh too early to tell yeah unless lale like arises and takes revenge in the second half of the season yeah (laughs) that's my guess for right now going to move on into our favorite and final section which is WTF Soldier of Success and Fatima's hit list. Sophia I know you have a lot of WTFs. <laughs> I mean I think for one her facial expressions and her outfits were insane. Awesome. Like she clearly was cold yeah she clearly was cold in part of the show and then she's just wearing a jacket but like freezing or maybe it's just me thinking like <laughs> The older woman I am since I turned 30. <laughs> since you turned 30 a couple of days ago. <laughs> yes. 
what other what the okay um i think also her outfits are so over the even um what's this woman's name lale like she's just wearing such typical like news anchor outfits it's just like pretty cliche but i i think that makes sense also and her assistant being so assistanty but like being like i'm gonna close the door for you motherfuckers just because everyone closed the door for me um and I'm not gonna be nice just gonna be like scary and not help you do your job better and i also thought it was what the fuck when asla like goes to kenan and like introduces herself directly oh, and she was yeah. that she couldn't be like seen by this guy so I don't know if that's just her wanting to be a contrarian or like she wants her him to notice her as part of the plan or something. Well, and then he says, you have very beautiful eyes, mm-hmm. which is not something you say to the new intern. Yeah, maybe he's supposed to be big creepy and like, you know, his downfall will be his big creepiness. <laughs> I mean, I if know. that's his opening line, I'm sure she can record yeah. saying something really bad. Yeah. That was definitely foreshadowing. I don't think they would just like waste his breath on that, you know? Yeah, we should, I forgot to talk about that. That's, uh, yeah, was really creepy. So he like allegedly doesn't like even notice the interns, right? So yeah, the fact that he even said that is like noteworthy and very creepy. Very creepy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I have any more what the fucks other than like this girl either she's projecting outwardly as being super shy and then acts like really impulsively and like gets Mm -hmm. everything she wants or she actually is like that but then she like has moments where she's really impulsive i don't understand that part i think it's an act like she looks she acts really calm and then she's actually that's the real her is like psycho deliberate deliberately psycho girl (laughs) um okay my what the fuck's well, first of all, the narration, which we mentioned mm-hmm. before, but is so overblown, unnecessary. Like, we get it. We get what's going on. It's great. You're doing a great job. We don't need a narrator. Um, also, in a fight between a crow and a lion, crow is not going to win in the long term. I don't understand. Did they did they translate it, it entirely as crow, like the narration? No, they said bird. They said oh, bird. Okay. No, they said bird. Okay. Because like, they said, it, as the crow flies about a million times, so... Yeah, so the expression in English is like specifically crow, but in Turkish it's more like as the bird flies. So it's uh You think it's like a not big specific. Ass eagle fighting the lion? I mean, yeah, yeah, it must be. <laughs> but yeah. Still, still they couldn't I don't know how how that could kill a lion. Yeah. Me neither. Okay, when Lale is changing in her office and she goes behind the privacy screen and it's literally see-through, <laughs> that was a yes, one that for was me. a big one, yeah. <laughs> but that was that was also what led me to think that they're probably still together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or they're like brother and sister, which I wouldn't buy. No, because we know they've had a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, and then also <laughs> the news set is like, I know that's like what news sets look like, but when they were sitting down in the chairs, every time they tried to sit down in those stupid chairs, it looks so uncomfortable and yeah. hard to get your butt that high to <laughs> sit in the chair. It was really tough to watch. Well, especially for this man who's like injured. I know. He's like cl- clambering onto this stupid plastic chair. Yeah, looked bad. All right, Ezgi, what do you, what do you have left here? 
I, I think y'all got it. Oh. I don't, I, I, yeah. I had the changing area as my big one. It was a very transparent one that was like by a window so also. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> um, I also had the sculpture in front of their house. They have like a Grecian sculpture in front of their oh, super yeah. modern tasteful house. Yeah. Looked really bad. Okay, Sultan of Success. I mean, evil girl, right? She's yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, Oslo. Yeah, my other suggestion would be the uh, nepotism girl in the pink fluffy jacket. Who is yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna see if I like it. If they like me and I like them, we'll see. <laughs> I thought she was doing great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not taking it too seriously. But yeah, it's true. It's definitely Asla, unfortunately, because she's an absolute creeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fatma's hit list. Also us. <laughs> yeah, she's really obnoxious. I really dislike her a lot. Yeah, me too. She has too much power. <laughs> she knows how to control the internet. <laughs> she's just such a good liar. I guess yeah. that's what the Gen Zs are just in control of the internet. They're overlords. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Also, like the narrator, can we just take that guy out? Like, oh, that's talking? a good one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> narrator. All right. I think we did it. Nice. Very efficient. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Next time we will be talking about As the Crow Spies episode two, where hopefully things start to turn a little more in Asla's favor. Otherwise, I'm going to have trouble with her as my main protagonist here. <laughs> Congratulations to Asla for winning Sultan of Success and watch out to the narrator because we're sending Fatima after you. Sorry. <laughs> Please stop talking about the stupid bird and the stupid lion. It's enough. We get it. It's a metaphor. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next time.